perfect, man. Talking about scary things. You're talking about scary things? Spoopies. Spoopies? Kind, hey, of, kind of spoopies. How was House of Blues? <laughs> Just going to jump right into that without even intro? Fucking, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> intro, intro. Restart. <clears throat> Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> I'm nervous. Morning. Welcome to a very lonely episode of Don't Feed the Artists with two best friends. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. Let's go. We are missing our two other co-hosts once again. Once again, they are not here, so we get to uh, we get to take over, run the show. We get to hang out. We get to hang out. That's kind of the cool thing, isn't it? We just have to look at each other and talk for the next hour. Oh, that's really hard to do, actually. What does that say? I've got everything right here. What, yeah. Your shirt, what and and what am I looking at? It's a shirt from the band I played with last night. Oh, at the House of Blues. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> look cool. It did look cool. It was it was it was awesome. So like so, this <clears throat> this band they're kind of from the Denton area, uh, but they 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 live in New York now. Through some mutuals, they hit me up to play with them and. Uh, it was really, really fun. Like a 30-minute set, super duper in and out. Um, like logistics were kind of weird. Like I don't know the last time I played like a strict gig. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. compared to Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like like the kind of like thing that's like, okay, this is how like like this is gonna happen at 657. And like, it actually <laughs> happens at 657. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. So like um those those were the weird things for me about the gig, but uh, and I I didn't really like I was like really focused on the music the whole time leading up to it. Like the week leading up to it, I was like, yeah, I'm playing at the House of Blues, and everyone around me was like, you're playing at the House of Blues, and you're like, whatever about it, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm kind of not nervous about the House of Blues. I'm nervous about playing these this this, this group's music, and I want to like right. do it right. Yeah. So, um. Once we finished and I got off stage and I the, the, the crew helped me load my drums into the elevator. No, oh, like right <laughs> away from stage to elevator? Stage to elevator Get the down fuck out of here. into the dock oh so God. I could load out and leave if I wanted to. It was great, actually. I loved yeah. it. But then I just got to hang out. It was great. Uh, it's weird that you love that because you normally leave your drums if you have the chance. But I played for 30 minutes. <clears throat> I guess that's the difference. And also it was like very much like go, 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 go yeah. mentality, which most gigs don't have that kind of mentality. So you were pre-set up backstage. Oh, I was, did you sound check? We sound checked uh, two hours before downbeat, um, and so I was like, I was already good to go. We got good monitor mixes. The monitor guy was super duper sweet, and the front of house guy was super duper nice. And did you have ears? No, no, okay. just wedges. Headliner didn't have ears. Really? Yeah, just wedges. Strange. Yeah, very strange. Um, so that was it. Was it was super duper like like straight to the point. Get on and off. Uh, and then I'm sitting like in like the like the dock area tearing my shit down and I'm like sitting there and I'm like about to like start crying first because of like how crazy the weekend had been. Uh-huh. We both played on Friday. Yeah. And then we both played on Saturday. Yeah. And then playing again on Sunday. Uh-huh. And I played with all different. Like we I played two sets on Saturday. All different bands were each thing. Back to back on Saturday, too. Yeah. And so I was like, and also like I had like rehearsals and work and whatever all in between. And I like just sat there and I was like, I just played the House of Blues. <laughs> then it set in. Was, you're sitting in the fucking dock yeah. loading your drums up and you're like, I just fucking played the House of Blues. And then uh, I saw um, 
uh, my wife Kara took videos from the balcony and like there was a couple of like angles from like the crowd up to us and then like she took a video from like the like me, us being on like the big TV screens over to the stage and I was like that is the most surreal shit could you see it from where you were sitting <laughs> the what the, 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 the big screen? screens Mm-mm, no every fucking time I've played a gig where I could see the screens I can't stop looking at myself <laughs> and it like you don't have this problem here no, no, I don't. But every now and again, I'll look over. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I can see that that my haircut still looks good. It does look. It does look good. It looks but really good. <laughs> I told you that in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't help but look at myself, and it sucks because then it, it'll pan to me, or they'll change the camera, and I'm looking You're up, just like and staring at I'm the fucking cam- looking at. You know, <laughs> it's embarrassing. That's so funny. But it's because of those moments. You go like, "This yeah. is fucking cool." Yeah, yeah, and and like I don't know how many shows I've seen at the House of Blues Dallas. Right. I don't know how many shows I've been to there, and it was really crazy to like like I've seen my favorite band on that stage so many times. We to get around like from like our green room upstairs to yeah. get into like the lobby. We had to walk through the the Cambridge room, which is where we saw Theo perform. Yeah, and it was just like. Like we were like, like Kara was walking with me and I was like, Hey, we stood right here and watched Theo. She's like, that's the same. This is the same room. Yeah. I was like, this is the same room. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild, dude. Truly wild. Yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, it was just the, the rest of the time was just like super duper relaxed, hanging out. Like, like the, we just hung out in the green room. I got to know the, the band and their family and the guitar player a lot more. The guitar player is, was insane. Like really this, good. Oh my God. Dude. Went to Berkeley for trumpet, and then is like a shredding guitar player. Plays pedal steel. Um, he gigs with like the Neely crew, the Adam Neely crew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I saw his Instagram, and I was like, wait, you know this guy? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's we went rock climbing last week. I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Can I move to New York <laughs> <laughs> and not pay that much money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's um, wild. Yeah, it was. It was totally wild. It was so much fun. And Good it crowd. Was, yeah, yeah. They didn't the the headliner didn't sell enough to have the balcony be sold. Yeah. So it was only um Kara and another uh like partner up there of the band. So but otherwise I look, every time I looked down it was also like the median age was like 45. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh for it's for the because the, the headliner yeah, yeah, yeah so every time i look down i'd see like some you know person in their 40s or 50s like with like a phone just like staring and filming yeah i was like do you even know who we are what this is anything? it's a spectacle man but it was it was it was so much fun and like like uh um they 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 cover creep mm-hmm. which is like whatever yeah i mean the crowd went nuts yeah <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> it is but i was just like okay i i the first time I played that stage was with a cover band that I was in. Mm-hmm. Do they still have the boxes up front that light up when you step on them? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know if that comes with the stage, but dude. <laughs> that, that was in your advance. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish if, if I ever get the chance to have like a, my own rider, it's yeah. going to be to have a box that lights up when I put my foot on it. Because <laughs> I ate that shit up. And we used to play, uh, I can't remember the name of the Rolling Stones song, but it was it's uh, the Foo Fighters used to cover it. But I would have a bass solo in that. Yeah. And I walked right up to the front of the stage. There was 2,500 people there. Yeah. And I was just fucking soloing. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was like a really, it was a really surreal 30 minutes that went by. Like, I mean, obviously, I, th- I think playing for three hours sometimes go, goes by and like, like, yeah. like you, you look at your watch and then you're done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this went by and it was like, holy fuck. That was, that was like, 
I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget any of this. Dude, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. To uh, being so good that you can just get up and play at the House of Blues <laughs> in a band that you probably didn't rehearse with? Uh, we had a rehearsal, but I played like uber quiet, and mm-hmm. then we rehearsed in the green room beforehand. <laughs> um, and like in the... the <clears throat> The band I played with, their name is Eaglin. You guys got to go check them out, especially if you like like really amazing pop songwriting. Really, how really. How good. do you spell it? E A G L I N. Okay. Um, but the 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 two the two like front women, they're they're amazing singers. But one of them is like a great speech giver, and like gave an amazing speech in the green room afterwards that just made me feel like I was the most seen person in the whole wide world. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it was like it was they went they went around the circle and got everybody. They just met Kara and like talked about. It. <laughs> Fuck. It was so sweet. It was unbelievable. But congratulations. Thanks, that's dude. that's a big accomplishment. It and was. Like, it was. I'm, I'm glad you sat down and took in the moment. You after. know, you know, like sometimes after Monica shows, you watch like the video a lot. Yeah. I just have been staring at like the videos, the videos? and pictures, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You're like, that's me up there. That's fuck. little old me. Fuck. This is crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Cheers. Congratulations. But yeah, otherwise. Pretty much normalcy. How have you been? How's your weekend? It was um, aside from when I saw you, I know how that was. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Den Arts and Jazz Fest. Uh, parking was stressful. Yep. And then load in and load out was stressful. Yep. Um, oh, I have your fucking iPad stand. Yeah, you have my iPad stand. <laughs> so that that's how like I clearly don't use charts with moniker. Yeah, because yeah. I fucking wrote the bass parts. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, dude. Uh, Back to House of Blues for two seconds. Yeah. I didn't read charts on stage. What? Yeah. I I, I just went for it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> How'd it go? Like the, like the like the playing part. Yeah, yeah it was great. It I was, mean, you don't play notes. I don't play notes. So you get away with it. <laughs> it but that, it that's matter. the kind of weekend I was having was I brought everything in to the place that we played on Saturday because I was like, just fucking, I just routine yeah. grabbing gear out of my car and loading it. Yeah. Brought the fucking iPad stand. And that's why I forgot it because I was like, I brought everything over to the other side of the stage. Yeah. Except for that. Totally forgot it. Yeah. And then, uh, uh excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> I had a long day yesterday. I was hanging out with, uh, oh my God, it's that goes so on for long. so long. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I was hanging out with my wife's family, and we just like spent all your day. family, man. My family, yeah. My family in law. <laughs> my family. I don't know. You say in laws. My in laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. also like my sister and yeah, in law. In law still works for that. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an overarching, overarching. I never know if it's arching or arcing. Overarching. Or or over, overarching. <laughs> Or Ardvarking. Orca. <laughs> it's Ardvarking. <laughs> uh, when I was going to bed last night, I looked at my wife and I was like, please don't wake me up in the morning. <laughs> don't ask me. I normally take our dog for a walk. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I'm not even taking him for a walk. He's going to mm-hmm. be so tired. Yeah. I just don't want to get up out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. I think we passed out at like 1130. I woke up at 930 and I was like, bing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How far, what time is it? <laughs> Yeah, I like I had a I had a I had a similar thing this morning. I woke up at like I've been waking up at like eight, eight thirty. Yeah. And it's it's really nice because like I like one of my biggest issues with my scheduling is like making time for like fitness mm-hmm. and like all of the chores that I want to do because my chores list ends up being really long. And so like I waking up early has been great for that, but I woke up at like eight thirty today and I was like, 
fuck. And I luckily went back to sleep until like 10. Good. And then I woke up and I was like, I'm still exhausted. I'm staying right here for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really, really nice to be able to sleep for a minute. I tried to do that when I woke up. My, my dog can hear me when I wake up. Yeah. Full disclosure, I usually let a, I fart. Yeah. And my dog's like, oh, fuck yeah, he's awake. <laughs> and he knows how to open our bedroom door. So yeah. he jumps in and comes up on the on the bed, and he's quiet at first. He's just staring at me like, you going to take me for a walk, dude? <laughs> and I'm like, Benny, I'm fucking tired, dude. And yeah. he starts going. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. And then, the, and then the, like, the little pause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll go like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. Fuck. He, he looks all awkward while he's doing it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he was like, look away. And I'm like, you want to go for a walk? He's like, <laughs> and his ears flop. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. that's the fucking word, man. That's the fucking word. Yep. yep. I've been waiting for this moment my whole yeah. fucking life. Exactly. Dude. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I truly like cannot wait for this weekend. I have two gigs Thursday and Friday. I have Saturday off. And oh, I shit. Like, oh, dude. I haven't even looked at my weekend yet. I, 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 every day I go through the rest of my October because it's just, it's been crazy. It's going to be crazy until the end. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be nice to have like a Saturday off. And I'm, then I'm going to go see, I think I'm going to go see Man Man on Sunday. Really? Where yeah. at? Tulips in Fort Worth. They're playing there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's going to be a really, really fun. Last time I saw, saw them, they played at Lola's, the old Lola's um, mm. in Fort Worth, which was super duper weird because yeah. these are all stages that I fucking play. <laughs> so, and that's also the weird thing about the House of Blues thing. I move away from this now. Yeah. So we get the point. You played at the fucking House of Blues. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I do feel good about it. Wow. Oh my God. You want to see a picture? Mm-hmm. Oh, not now. Um, so uh, I digress. Today we're just gonna do some. We're gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm titling this the return of hot goss. Okay. Um. Because it's it's pretty gossipy. It's pretty drama y. Um. It's all. It's it's news, but it's all drama related kind of things. You've got the right co-host because I am a dramatic, uh, person. Give me like your best dramatic reaction. Let me let me think of a whole lot. Let me give you like uh, give you something to to react to. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, the place where we work burned down. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I guess that I'm not good. that dramatic. That, that, I mean, that, that was good. Okay? It, it, it was. Um, <laughs> I love That's where you went. <laughs> I, I I didn't want to go too serious. Well, I mean, that's pretty serious. You, uh, you, need, you need a vacation if that's I, where your brain. No, goes. I could have gone way. The first thoughts I had were much worse. Your dog died. Did you think about that? Uh, yeah. Or uh, well, it was just your dog got run over. I would have been like, oh no. <laughs> was it at least a, a Tesla? <laughs> 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 the, the inappropriate the, questions to the 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 environmental footprint is at least pretty small then right <laughs> the, oh a couple of weeks ago this guy was telling a story about how his dad had a heart attack and he uh just bought like his dad was a farmer he's like 65 years old or something he bought a new truck blah 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 he had a heart attack and ended up in the hospital and i was like oh my god he goes yeah and i was like is he okay he goes yeah we brought him home they put a stint in and before the end of the evening he was eating sandwich and everybody was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad he's okay. I was like, what kind of sandwich do you eat? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then he tells you what sandwich, and you're like, oh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it was a bacon sandwich. Just bacon? Yeah. It's like, okay, I'd probably do that. Just bacon? Bacon and bread? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, what kind of bread? 
I don't know. I hope it was sourdough, though. Yeah, that's an important. That's an important scenario. What kind of bread that. would you want? Uh, just a bacon sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, a sourdough would be nice. Crispy bacon. Yeah, crispy bacon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. On, if you're honestly, put it on I, don't, I don't. I don't think I would do that. Honestly, I don't think I would do. I think that I, like that sounds like the driest thing to put in my mouth ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's drier than just a bacon sandwich? Crackers. I, I I recently shoved five saltines in my mouth, and it was not that bad. Do you have saltines? No, I left them where I was whenever I did it. I was going to say, go get the fucking saltines. <laughs> Let's do this on the show. Let's do it. The only hard part about shoving five saltines in your mouth is fitting <laughs> five saltines. I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever seen the stack of five saltines. Yeah, yeah. It's like you got to like, I mean, I already have like, a, I don't know if I've ever done this in the podcast, but I have TMJ, so like you can hear like a, you hear <gasps> the pop. Oh my uh, god! Did you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> I just found out how good these isolating headphones. Are. <laughs> but so so like I had to I had to basically unhinge my jaw like to a fucking like, snake. Ah, uh, and then that still didn't work. I still am like shoving the saltines in. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be covering some hot goss today. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, the first the the, the first uh, hot goss item. I think Jackson's really happy he's not here yeah, well, for the first hot goss item. Yeah. Uh, because our first hot goss item is unfortunately yay. <sighs> Kanye. 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 Yay. <laughs> um, so I'll say that uh, some of these topics are a little bit sensitive in regards to Kanye's recent actions. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, we're going to talk about them in, in very careful ways. Uh, but also if we don't mention something that maybe you know about that he did or said, it's because we, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about everything he did or said, or even quote him yeah. on some of the stuff he said. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty fucked. Um, but he also is a ridiculous person. And just because he said fucked up shit doesn't mean we can't talk about it. Yeah. Um, we're just not going to say what he said, I think is pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, so what have you heard about the Kanye drama lately? Oh, just that he, uh, said the that he can't be an anti-semite oh that whole thing okay yes yeah so we'll get to that because okay. that's later oh shit <laughs> do you remember his fashion line he did did you see this vaguely okay so he um did like he, he did a new fashion line it was a t-shirt with pope john paul ii on the front and white lives matter on the back oh i did see that now the interesting thing about this is that his dad actually texted him and was like yo i love this this is great because Black Lives Matter didn't do, and his dad's like a what was a Black Panther. It was like okay. Black Lives Matter didn't do anything for the community. Like you're making a point, you're doing a bit, and his I think Kanye was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like someone hears me. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> but obviously, this was met with a lot of backlash, right? Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, oh, but first I should say that in in the like the introduction to the fashion line when people were like walking with the shirts and shit, like he did this with like Candace Owens and shit. Um, he said. Um, we changed the look of fashion over the last 10 years. We are the streets. We are the culture. And when it comes to the culture, I am yay. And everyone knows I am the leader. Uh, he also claimed that he's preparing for a war. He also say, said on his Tucker Carlson interview, I don't, I think that I have a really hard time speaking and Tucker Carlson is a hard name to say. It's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> they just kind of <laughs> melt together. What was that word we learned last week that you taught us? 
about uh, syllables. Are you talking about a, like a diphthong? Yeah, no, about uh, letters. Oh, a lighting? Yeah. 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 Tucker Carl. Yeah. Tucker Carl. <laughs> I also hate that man. So yeah, yeah, he's he, horrible. Like, I don't, he, so Kanye was also on Tucker Carlson. I'm not going to go too deep into that. But he did say on t- Tucker Carlson, <laughs> on Tucker Carlson, uh, <laughs> that um, he did, he made these shirts because God told him to. <laughs> dude, that's the, that's, 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 that's the dramatic reaction yeah. I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, obviously this Fuck. was <laughs> this was uh. met with some backlash. One, the most notable person to like react to it was probably Diddy. Um, so Diddy actually went on Instagram and made a video while uh, uh, about this, and they also had like a Twitter exchange that I will not talk about. Um, uh, but Diddy did say. Quote, I am not about to be addressing every last thing that's going on in the world and the internet, but the thing I do have to address is this, quote, White Lives Matter t-shirt. I've always been there, and I will always support my brother Kanye as a free thinker. I'm not with this. Right now, all America has planned for us is poverty, incarceration, and death. So before I can get to any other lives matter, which all lives matter, but that black lives matter, don't play with it. Don't wear the shirt. Don't buy the shirt. Don't play with the shirt. It's not a joke. Um, yeah. And then they had, then after that they had a Twitter exchange, which then led to what you were mentioning earlier, where Kanye was tweeting some anti-Semitic shit. Yeah. And which led to him getting then restricted slash banned off of Twitter and Instagram. He got banned off Instagram first, and then he tweeted like a picture like of him and Mark Zuckerberg hanging out and was like, yo, Mark, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Why am I banned on Instagram? <laughs> I made the shirt, just like you asked. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so anti-Semitic stuff. And then a lot of like, a lot of people in Hollywood, especially Jewish people in Hollywood came out and were like, yo, fuck this man. Yeah. There was a lot of really, um, really, really great little tweets. I saw Jack Antonoff tweeted, yo, Kanye, a little bitch. Uh, there was a tweet that pink made in like 2009. That was like, um, Kanye West is the worst person I've ever met. And Josh Gad found that and retweeted it and was like, this is aged like a diamond. Like, like is Josh, who's Josh Gad? Um, he, uh, is, he, is he in frozen frozen? He, yeah. He's he like girl. got, yeah, he got really big because, um, he was in book of Mormon. Oh, okay. Yeah. He originated one of the roles in book of Mormon. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then the last kind of thing I'll talk about with Kanye is he released a 30 minute, I believe documentary called last week. Now, this documentary is, like I said, 30 minutes, but it's pretty much just like business meetings that he had over the past week or so, whatever. It's a vlog. Yeah, it's a a 30-minute vlog. Um, The headline for this that everyone's been talking about, I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Kanye West plays porn for Adidas executives. (laughs) He really did that? It's incredible. I, I haven't watched it. I just read about it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch this. What kind There's of porn no... is it? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the inappropriate well, question. But I I, I mean he, well, I'll kind of answer the question. I mean, so the 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 whole thing, so like he had a business deal with Gap for the last ten years mm-hmm. and he recently um uh split ties with them after after ten years. It was in September that he split ties with Gap. And so he's like trying to find new people to do deals with. So he's in like in a meeting with Adidas and he uh I like pretty much thought that one of the like execs like sounded like this porn star and was like <laughs> showing him the porn. 
Or a female executive? I, I don't know if it was male oh, or female. Please. Oh, God. <laughs> so Pausing the- a meeting <laughs> to show someone porn is like yeah. red flag. Yeah. Uh, it is... It it is wild. Um, uh, he so so the the this is this is a Rolling Stone Rolling Stone article that I have um, says holding his phone up beside an executive's face, the rapper insists that the voice of the actor in the video resembles that of the exec who attempts the, to reestablish professional environment, urging quote Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I you can't make it up. No. You can't you can't make it up. Uh. So um, the rest of the doc- the rest of the quote unquote documentary, the rest of the vlog, um, it kind of you know goes through other business meetings, whatever, and it ends with like a uh, Kardashian West family reunion where he goes to Northwest basketball game, um, and the last four minutes are muted with uh, redacted um, stuff, people not talking, and then it ends with Kanye West saying. Quote, it's time for me to shut the fuck up for the first time. Do, exa- do exactly what everybody's wanted me to do for the longest. That's how it ends. That's how the documentary ends. That's how the vlog ends. Is this So did he release the vlog after all of this shit that you just let me know yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. He, he released that. That was the last thing he did was he released this thing. But, I mean, obviously that, like, like the the... He was banned off of like socials like two days ago or three days ago, whatever it was. And this like came Elon out. Elon reinstated him or something. Elon on Twitter. Elon did welcome him back. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's that's how that went. Um, that that little like documentary vlog thing of like business meetings. I mean, the fact that you're like willing to be like, I showed an Adidas executive porn because yeah. I thought they sounded like the person in the porn. Like what? What is that? First of all, he's watched that porn so many times <laughs> that when he hears an, another person's voice, he goes, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I can see you doing that with like, you know, sometimes I'll hear a car back up and it makes a beeping sound or a truck. And yeah. I go, that reminds me of this song. And I'll yeah. show it to my wife. And she's like, you're kind of a loser. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly, hearing someone's yeah. voice and going, that sounds exactly like this porn that I watch enough to know that it sounds like <laughs> yeah. it. It's a fucking problem. Yeah. That's yeah. the least of my worries with Kanye, though. So my fingers are crossed that he is going to shut the fuck up for the first time. He's not. Well, so, I mean, he was out of the spotlight for a while. And then came back with like before he did the I didn't mention this because it's not like it's not the most recent thing before he did the T-shirt he also did like a tr- like a fashion line of like trash bags. Mm-hmm. I mean ridiculous. Yeah. I mean the fact that he went on t- Tucker Carlson he also on that interview like uh, basically implied he's into Ivanka, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like what a weird dystopian world that would be if yeah. like that worked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing his thing again, but I mean, I really hope that that's a, like, he, he released a thing where he said, I'm going to shut the fuck up. So, so he normally does all this stuff. Cause this is not the first time we've talked about his antics. He normally does all this stuff when he's on the heels of releasing some music. Yeah. So Donda three, maybe Donda three. But the problem is, is that now people are getting to the point from what I've seen people's reactions to it. I've seen health professionals react. I've seen people with actual mental disorders react and yeah. say, like, you don't fucking have any mental health. You're faking it. You're just wanting to get away with saying whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I mean, he also, but he has been diagnosed and he has medication. But the problem is that it's not an excuse, no. right? 
No, it's, it's not, not. It's not an excuse for your actions. No. You can all day say that there's something that's going on and like, you know, you, ha- you, you're, you have mental health problems and, you know, whatever. That's why you act the way you do. But first of all, if you're aware of it, take your fucking medication. Yes. Second of all, it is not an excuse for your actions. That's like being drunk and be like, oh, sorry, I was drunk. Or, and then getting continuously getting drunk yeah. and continuously doing stupid shit. On a more base level than anything, it's, it's so similar to, no offense, but like that's, right. that's all it is. Yeah. And so like I... I as much as much as like you know this is kind of funny i mean this probably is one of the worst like little stints of things he's done with like the anti-semitic stuff and the white lives matter stuff it's like i mean saying slavery was a choice was pretty fucking yeah bad. i'm saying like this is one of the yeah 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 so i mean it's uh it's i hope that he shuts the fuck up i hope that but i, I mean at this point i think i i read something that was like the only way that this, that this how this ends is kanye dies I've like, seen people say that too. That's fucking upsetting. Well, but the, also, the the other thing is, is, yeah, it's just because it goes so unchecked, mm-hmm. uh, largely, and people just go, "Well, that's just Kanye." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, but at a certain point, the annoying kid in school gets punched in the face. Yeah, and yeah. this is like way on a way bigger scale than that. Yes. I don't wish any violence on Kanye. No, not at all. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't wish violence. I don't wish any any ill will to the man. I just. I just want him to shut the fuck up. I want him to yeah. stop. I want him to get help. I want like, you know, it's 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 to the point of like, you know, people being like this isn't real. Just being like, yeah, he's a contrarian. He's an asshat. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. So yeah, we'll move on from that. I wrote down sheesh. Maybe something a little lighter. <laughs> you put that in your notes. Yeah. <laughs> I put sheesh, maybe something a little lighter. How about Paramore? <laughs> what do you think of the new song? Um, so when I first listened to it, I was like, eh. Yeah. And then I really listened to the drums. And I was like, this is one of the smartest drum things I've heard this year. It's, it's Zach Farrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it is uh, when you when you listen to it on like with just that and the vocals, all the song needs. Mm-hmm. It's like so perfect. Did you see any footage from them at ACL? Saw a little bit, yeah. yeah. The whole thing is like, oh my god, he's such a good fucking drummer. And 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 she owned that stage. And she's great. And she, they have uh, I don't know his name, but he's a really follow the bass player on Instagram. He's the touring member of the band. Yeah, It'd be cool yeah. if they made him the actual bass player of the band. Yeah, but I like I, I'm looking forward to what they release, like mm-hmm. album wise. But I mean, I I, I do think they're kind of doing this thing is like the, you know, the, when we were young, we're doing the reunions, everybody's coming back together kind of thing. But I do like the new song and I do love Paramore, which we talked about before. Yes. But why am I talking about Paramore, Dave? Who knows? (laughs) But it's our business. Oh, nice. That That was awesome. Holy fuck. That was like, 10 points for Dave and door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying that out. Dave and door. Dave and door. Dave and door. Yeah. Shut it, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we're talking about Paramore. We've, talked, we've actually talked about this before briefly, but we've never mm-hmm. gone into like detail about it, which is Paramore is playing Misery Business again. Now, they retired Misery Business. Why did they retire Misery Business? Because of the slut-shaming, right? Yes. Uh, like the, the song is more or less about like a, a, a girl that Haley Liam doesn't like. It's, yeah. about, it's about, I think, the guitar player's ex is what I read. Oh, okay. So um, she uses the word whore. Um, slut shaming, all this kind of stuff. So um, they retired the song in 2016, I believe. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, and so they were like, "We're not, we're not going to play this again, and we're we're going to step away from it." Well, 
<laughs> Joke's on us. Until Billie Eilish is like, hey, do you want to perform with me? So I think that, I think that, yeah, so that was the first time, but that was like, that was like a little bit different. And, and Haley Williams did say like, hey, don't, don't blame Billie for this. This is not, this is not on her that we're doing this. You know, that's like a, it's not her fault at all. So she said their first show back, like as their first like full band show back when they played it, she said four years ago. Oh, so I guess it was in 2016, 2018 then. Four years ago, we said- Pandemic we were, fucked everything up. <laughs> four years ago, we said we were going to retire this song for a little while. And I guess technically we did. What we did not know was that about five minutes after I got canceled for saying the word, quote, whore in a song, all of TikTok decided that it was okay. Make it make sense. Um, so I think that she's like saying that like, you know, people have kind of, I'm 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 assuming people have reclaimed those words in some okay. in some facets. Um, I forgot to mention also that I I, I do want. To, I mean, it's obvious that we're two guys, two white guys. <laughs> so it's really it's really tough because I I don't want to. I, I, there's no definitive comment that I could ever make that would be you know appropriate. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's strange to to do that kind of step forward, step back thing. Unless you like are really going to be able to cite, you know, why, I guess. Um, so she, there, there's been a lot of people who are commenting on like, you know, this is not okay. There's an article I have pulled up here that's Paramore have started performing the sexist misery business again, and they've lost my respect. Um, and so people are having like a really, you know, tough time liking Paramore. There's people who are like, yeah, I had their for I like, that was my first CD I ever bought was Paramore. And now this is it. Um, so she said stuff like, you know, we can all learn from ourselves, right? Um, what I'm trying to say is a word. Uh, what I'm trying to say, it's it's a word. And if you're cool, you won't call a woman a whore because that's bullshit. Um, which reading that on face value is like, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But maybe change the lyrics. That's maybe, what I was going to say. Maybe do something. Maybe 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 don't like try to find because a, a, a part of TikTok has like made that word okay. Maybe maybe just change the lyrics. Work your way around it so it's not like you're like now being almost like anti anti this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to to know what the right answer is. Well, I like think if you don't like it, don't listen to it as an option. Yeah. I think that there's also a part of like she said learning from your past mistakes. Yeah. Um I know that after a while playing songs that other people wrote, you don't th you don't really think about the content. It's still very important, right? Like playing "Pyt" by Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's really weird now. You ever play "Blurred Lines"? I still play that song. Yeah, yeah. I don't personally. I, I'm never like, let's play "Blurred Lines," <laughs> but we definitely like a band, a cover band, and we play it, and I'm like, this yeah. is weird. Yeah, and nobody cares. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, there's a lot of people who care, a lot of people who don't. I think either way is fine. You you have your opinion about it. But I think that the biggest thing from, you know, if, if I were looking at it from the perspective of Haley Williams, I would think to myself, maybe I would, instead of trying to find an excuse to do the song, I would, like, find a reason to do the song, right? What's my reason to bring it back? Is it because I'm, like finding an excuse or I'm like, let's make this make sense. You're saying, she said, Look, make it make sense. Make it make no, sense. you make it make sense. Yeah. That's kind of your job. What have you done to, to make it okay for you to perform that song? Again? Yeah. Or at least, or at least like, like find some moral grounding somewhere. Yeah. And she, and she's admitted, she said, I wrote it when I was 17. Um, and like, you know, that's what she said when they, when they, when they got rid of it was like, it's time to move away. But I just, 
there's got to be a better way to go about it than than what they're doing because it feels like I've seen so many clips on TikTok actually of them being like we're gonna play that song that everyone's giving a shit for I'm like then don't play the song yeah <laughs> like- <laughs> or like I I think the an- the answer that I would go with is change the lyric yeah yeah because there are other words you can use for someone that you don't like in that context very very true that don't have to do with their level of promiscuity yeah that's very very true um so i have one last hot goss item for us and this is like um this is true like hot goss this is conspiracy i fucking love this i'm about it dude you're coming back strong oh man feels good feels good (laughs) i found this so i found this this uh, this conspiracy on tiktok on this previous Thursday, so October, what was that? 5th? October 5th. Now, I'm only saying the date so everyone can look it up, and if they believe the conspiracy, they can kind of maybe find their own answer to it. So I was scrolling TikTok, and there was a TikToker named That Blonde Girl Hannah. I believe most of her content is being a Harry Styles fan. Okay. She flew to Chicago to see Harry Styles. That Thursday comes around, and the show gets canceled. Well, that happens, right? That happens. The reason for the cancellation was a respiratory illness. Okay. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> well, he they said he's going to perform again on Monday, which would be today that they were recording. Uh-huh. So COVID seems less likely to me because like, they would just say COVID. And I'll tell you why they'll say COVID in a moment. Okay. So that girl, that blonde girl, Hannah, on TikTok, her and her friends are sitting in a hotel room, and they start to kind of realize that, wait, wait. Harry Styles isn't the only one. So Stevie Nicks, Coldplay, Demi Lovato, all on the same day, cancel their shows. All on the same day. Oh, my God. All because of respiratory-related illnesses. Now, I know what you're thinking. Coincidence? Orgy. Oh, no. That's no, what you're thinking. That's where no. You have a you have a reference not, point. Does it no, sound like does it sound like anyone that you that we know? Orgies? The maybe the reference point. Maybe like you. No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so uh I'm like, gonna open my beer. Awesome. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> so the all four of these uh-huh. canceled their shows. All in Chicago? No, not in Chicago. Oh, okay. Not in Chicago. They're okay. all separated, right? Okay. So okay coincidence like probably maybe that's no fun um (laughs) new covid strain that's depressing who wants to think about that yeah um so on top of that not on the same day but on top of that rage against the machines canceled their tour because of broken leg zach de la roca's broken leg right he said he can he cannot perform he's done zach de la (laughs) broca No, that's see, that's short. That's a good one. Um, so, uh, <laughs> and Ringo Starr also canceled his tour because he got COVID. Okay, so that's why I'm saying they'll say if they get COVID because mm-hmm. like they they did they and did I, for Ringo. I would imagine that there's some sort of press that looks good if you're like we're canceling the show because out of abundance for the audience mm-hmm. we're being careful. Plus, he's 82. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, fine. Hey, you're 82 and you have COVID. Let's get you. Let's get you yeah. out of here. So. Um, he's like, oh, no, we'll just cut Hey Jude from the set. <laughs> say Hey Dude. Hey Jude. Yeah, hey Dude. <laughs> hey Dude. 
Okay, so <laughs> so these uh, that blonde girl Hannah on TikTok and her friends started going down this rabbit hole of like, why is this happening? And uh, like the first couple of TikToks are just them kind of being like, we're freaking out right now. We're finding out all this stuff. All these people are canceling their shows. Oh wait, they're all related to Sony Universal. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. The next video is one of the theories is that is that. Um, there's a, 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 a Russian nuke that went missing. So, okay. That's the, where this is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is a theory that I was like, I was watching the video and I was like, this seems really unsubstantiated and like a like, Russian nuke that was in Russia or was it uh, for it some just, reason it, in the States? I or just, a nuke went missing. A nuke went missing. Okay. I'm sure that there's a lot of other information about that, that I don't know. I decided to focus on this part. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's them kind of freaking out about like, oh my God, what if they're protecting like Harry Styles and all of them and we're just fucked from the missing nuke that's going to land on us, whatever. Yeah. So then the next video they make is probably the most believable of the conspiracies, which kind of leads into, I think, a, a really important conversation, which is um, since they're all kind of on the same, from the same like label, Sony Universal kind of stuff, the, uh, the next prevailing theory that I think is pretty possible is a worker strike from the crew. Um, so, oh. right. So like stage hands, stuff like that. Right okay. now from the labels perspective, they wouldn't want to publicize that for a number of reasons. Now I, I, to be fair, I don't know if, if a, like a union could just straight up make like an announcement we're striking, mm -hmm. but they also could have just threatened it quietly. So they didn't, you know, make a big fuss. But from the label's perspective and from the management, they don't want to go out and say like, yeah, the, the workers don't want to work or they're on strike. I don't mean the workers don't want to work. Our unions are awesome and people should strike get better worker rights um <laughs> i'm talking from the perspective of if i was a big capitalist management man you like put the shovel in the ground to dig your own hole and you're like no 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 <laughs> just pat that dirt back down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i tried to pat it down i think, yeah. was, I think you did a good job it's a little padded yeah. um so from their perspective they don't want to just outwardly say like our people are on strike one two they don't want to say that their artists aren't crossing the picket line because mm -hmm. that looks really fucking bad for them the artists are like we're not gonna play because that makes everyone's life so much harder even if like 10 percent of the crew isn't there that's so much harder for everybody i don't know if you guys know this i played the house of blues yesterday <laughs> but <laughs> If 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 one guy who worked there wasn't there, that would have that would have sucked so much more. Okay, right? Yeah. Like thinking about. I like, just thought of something else. What do you think about Post Malone falling on stage? I wonder if someone was on strike and that's why the stage wasn't closed. Oh yeah, I mean maybe I don't. I, I, just, I that's that again. We're busting this thing open. wide open, yeah, dude. dude. But um, I I think that there's there's definitely something to be said about the work conditions of and I I did I did double check there is a union for um, like stagehands and 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 for crew and it's related to Sony. Well, I I don't know, but I did see there's a, there there is a union for those workers like the, like there's a union for like actors and yeah. musicians and stuff like that. You don't have to be related to the label necessarily, but I would imagine that if there is like a, a union for that and it's all one kind of groups like the musicians union I know because I was in it for a long. I'm still in it. Uh, yeah, is it's all like Canada and U.S. It's yeah, connected. But like if let's say let's say like. Five musicians you know mm -hmm. are all playing for different acts that are all related to Sony. You're all going to be experiencing the same management, basically. 
even though it's like different for each artist, yeah. you'll still experience like the same kind of idea. Yeah. So that's why there's like the connection there. Even though it's a union, you're still unionized working under like Sony Universal, right. or whatever. So and they might have a partnership with a certain company that does stagehand work. And, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of different like variables that go into all of that, like with the with the actual like uh, union part. But I do think that sounds pretty pretty believable that union would be striking. I mean that. That's that, like I said, that work is hard. It's important. And they get like, God, I, I keep thinking I'm like, did I miss something? I, I played the House of Blues yesterday. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, our, 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 I loved our uh, monitor guy. Yeah. But he was stressed. Really? I mean, he was so, like, I mean, like, the amount that you have to do is insane. And, mm -hmm. like, the only you have to deal with, you have to, I mean, there's just two bands in the bill, but one's a headliner that has a, like, detailed setup. And then another is an opener that like, like we're not sure what we're doing there. Right. I've never played here before. Where do I put my drums? I asked that question. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm surprised my, they didn't back one. My hands. I do with my hands. They they offered, but we didn't. Yeah. We didn't advance it. Did um, you bring the blue the blue kit? Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I didn't want a backline. I wanted to play the. I want to play my new baby on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so like, the the amount of work that crew sound guys like guitar techs. The amount of work they have to do is insane. Yeah. The amount of respect they get is potentially good, but like they don't get to stay in the nice hotels. They no. don't get to eat the good food. And they're expected to work way more than the artists. They're expected to work like a thousand times more than the artists because yeah. they are what make the artists perform. But like, I mean, we've we're we're gigging all the time. I mean, it, it, to me it would feel weird if there was like a drum tech guy that set my drums Super up. I'd be like, no, I got it. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh you know, that's the that's the the hardest part or the hardest part of a gig obviously is load in load out for us. Yeah. But these guys on, on that level are tearing everything down, mm -hmm. putting it in probably a trailer yeah, or an 18 wheeler or, or yeah. whatever, taking it to the next city, yeah. maybe getting some sleep, yeah, loading stuff in and getting it set up before the big artist. Yeah. Sleeping probably while the artist performs. Yeah. If they can. Or just to catch up on sleep, or they have to like like their 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 break time is like when the opener sound checking and playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then they do it all again. Yeah, insane. It, it's crazy. It's a lot of work. I don't know how some people do it. Lighting people, sound people. There's so many different parts of the crew that are that are so pivotal to the venue and the show working the way it's supposed to. So it would make sense if there was some kind of. Um, strike that wasn't fully publicized yeah. as the union being like, no, we're just going to like, you know, kind of hush, hush, be like, Hey, hey. So they probably went to the artists and was like, just say it's a respiratory thing. Don't, don't publicize it. Cause yeah, if, if, if I were the, the, the front person of a band, yeah, I would want to say like, Hey, we're not performing tonight because our stage people and production people are not getting treated fairly. It was all artist management. Um, that like released it was like that like the Harry Styles like Instagram page so yeah. I'm sure it wasn't Harry Styles right um so I mean to be fair Harry Styles is pr likely performing in Chicago right now <laughs> there's a chance that he's not I guess I'll update on that if he didn't perform and we'll see you know if he didn't perform then it still it still could be like COVID or some kind of illness but it also could be um, you know, like the strike still, but I'd imagine we'd hear about the strike eventually because like the writer's strike, there's the strike in Hollywood for like, for like people who were working on crews and on sets, like there, that was a really long strike. Um, so, but that got publicized. So shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm hey. yawning. Sorry. Shut I'm so sorry. Up. This I'm... is very, uh, entertaining. <laughs>
It's fucking stressful. It's stressful. I don't. Should we put the hot gas back in the box? <laughs> mm. Well, it's more for the conspiracy aspect. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. These, all of this was like pretty, um, pretty stressful stuff. But I, I, you know, I do think that it's, uh, it's, you know, for those who are following anything like in the world right now, if you're like, if you're a YouTube person, if you're a Twitch person, you've seen the drama that's happening right now. There's drama every turn you get. Yeah. And none of it's like fun. <laughs> no. None of it's fun at all. But, um, you know, if, 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 if we can talk about it and at least like, you know, kind of make conspiracies about it, like, you know, yeah. likely they just are sick. Like that's a, that it's, it's, and it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Yeah. It's just, it just, it just happens. Or it could be like maybe they're they were they're making big changes to their management. So they're like, hey, don't play tonight. Um, we're gonna like come up come back tomorrow with like new plans, and we're gonna do this kind of thing and whatever. So I don't know. So it was Harry Styles, Demi Lovato, Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks, Coldplay, and then it wasn't on Thursday, but Ringo Starr's tour got canceled on like the like last Tuesday, I think. But they he said it was from COVID. He said it was COVID, and then Rage also was like. Monday or Tuesday or something with yeah. the with the broken leg announcement they were canceling. Maybe it was a little later, but it wasn't on Thursday. Because they, I know that Rage performed several shows with mm-hmm. Zach Delarocca having the broken okay. leg. Zach Delarocca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's there there's my hot goss. That's what I got for you, man. It's weird. Th- this has been the strange thing about. Uh, I, I hesitate to say post pandemic because it's not over. But post-pandemic life hey, is... never going to be over. It's never going to be over. Yeah. But how much of the world right now seems so fucked up and exhausting, mm-hmm. yet you just played at the House of Blues for the first time? Yeah. There's a there's a weird thing that... I, I was actually thinking about this. I was thinking about, like, you know, how I, I feel... I feel as though the the trajectory of things are, like, we are going to be living in this, this COVID world forever. Mm-hmm. But... I think that, you know, the virus did what everyone said the virus was going to do. It didn't kill everybody because it doesn't want to kill everybody. It yeah. wants to live. Yeah. So, uh, and it needs hosts. So the virus got, you know, less intensive and whatever. Um, but all of that being said, like the, the world was always going to come back, whether right. it be because of people wanting to live their lives or because of economy or because of whatever reason, the world was always going to find its way back into functioning. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of kind of like, now what do we do? You know, like I, and, and for my, for my, honestly, like for my thing, like I had COVID in August, I'm going to be scheduling my, my, um, booster for like the, the Omicron and whatever the, the specific, uh, yeah. The new one's out for BA, yeah. BA4, BA5. Yeah. I'm going to be scheduling that soon. Um, because like, I'm going to keep living my life. I have no intention of like, of, of going backwards in this, in this pandemic world because I, one can't afford it. Right. And two, like, I don't know. I played four shows this weekend with four different bands and I like, I I just want to keep doing that. I have, I have zero intention of like, I was talking to someone today actually about like the, the, like the touring industry is dead. Like tour world is dead. And I'm like, I don't. Maybe, but I think that, I think that if anything, and, and then they said like, you have to pave your own way as a musician. I'm like, it's been that way for a long time. Yeah. Unless you're like, unless you're like super duper lucky, like, you know, to be in it with, with a band maybe who's just succeeding. But like for, for my sake, 
and for I'll speak for you on this, but I think for our sake, I think the biggest thing is like we're making our own way as a player. Mm-hmm. We get called, we get hired to do specific things, and if we are, you know, good enough at our instrument, good people, etc., then we get to call learn again, all the songs, learn all the songs, then we get called again, and we get to keep working, and we get to keep doing our thing. But you know, I like like COVID is at this point just another illness. Yeah. pneumonia will shoot you back too you know yeah. there's there's a lot of those things that exist that will shoot you back uh, uh, do, do you and, think it do you think it has something to do with the perspective that people have you know people who might think the touring industry is dead it's like well pre-covid you had still had all these hopes and dreams yeah and then for two years two and a half years everything got crushed and nobody knew if we would be able to leave the house again and all of a sudden you're back out in the world and you're like disenfranchised because fucking people suck yeah I think that part of it is that um, there isn't enough money. Mm. That's a really big problem right now. Yeah. Um, and so, money doesn't work the way it should. N- right. And so <laughs> I actually was reading about a thing that was, it was like a PSA for musicians that mm-hmm. was like a mutual of ours posted. So you might've seen it, but it was like, um, like basically like, Hey, the, the government is trying, is going to try to reset inflation and they're going to try to fix it. There's a really good chance that, like restaurants and bars aren't going to have the same amount of money they've had before because of how they're like fi- trying to, they're going to try to fix inflation because of how, and I don't know, I'm not, I'm, Weird. I don't like math. Yeah. Um, I just find politics really fascinating, but the economy is confusing. Yes. <laughs> um, but so th- they're talking about how basically like they're going to try to fix inflation. So a lot of businesses aren't going to have the same amount of money. So therefore they can't pay bands the same amount. So therefore a lot of artists are going to be like, you know, working musicians, gigging people, whatever it is, you're going to be sitting there like, well, fuck, I have no work. Right. Or unless you're in like certain situations or yeah. certain places might have money based on how much money they actually make. All those kinds of variables are there. But um, I think that the biggest thing is honestly the money. I think yeah. that the cra- like the the craziest thing about meeting people in New York is like the cost of living is psychotic. And I'm 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 saying things people already know. You already know the cost of living is insane in New right. York. But the craziest part about it is that people are still fucking moving there and they're still living there when there's other options, but no matter what, you're not going to get paid, you know. But like we play a gig, we get paid a certain amount of money. In New York, you play that same gig, you probably get paid the same amount of money, if not a little bit more. Maybe just right. like, maybe just a little bit more, right? You know. So it, there are ways around all of this for our artists, but I think at the end of the day, people saying touring is dead, and people who have said that, because I think Animal Collective canceled their tour too, like today actually. I bet it would be because of money. I bet the tickets weren't selling, and if they were selling, it still wasn't enough money to like be like, well, we can pay our crew, right? That kind of thing. It's strange, though. It's just strange. The, everything is really exaggerated now. I like because I think because of COVID for me. Yeah, I feel super. At at times, I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Why am I doing this? It's really hard. It is. It is. It <laughs> it's is exhausting. But I I do think the biggest thing is that like you know the moments like the the moments that we play, the moments that we get to like play music. There's just nothing better than than yeah. that and i think the coolest thing is that like there's like logistical parts that are really frustrating but like when you get there it's like you just go through it and then you play and then it's like cool i did the thing and, that, and there's parts of every job that fucking suck so yeah. it's like okay well let's just you know just yeah yeah but it is what it is we're here and we're uh i mean from i i, I have no intention of 
you know, stopping. I don't want to minimize COVID. That's not what I'm meaning to say. I just, I just right. think that it's, you know, you know how to navigate. You know how you want to navigate it yeah. from here on out. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I really, really want to keep doing what I'm doing musically. So that, that's it, pretty much. Um, what are you listening to? Um, <laughs> you want to do? What we're listening to. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I have, let's see if I can find anything interesting. Well, I'll go first. Okay. So, like I said, um, I played at the House of Blues. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though, with like all the stuff I've been doing, I just haven't had the capacity. Now, there is a new album out that I, I, I don't want to talk about it yet uh, because I want to let, I want to let Jackson and Adam be here when we talk about the new Namdi album. But the new Namdi yeah. album came out. Please have a seat. It is awesome. But really, what I've been listening to the most because I am a basic ass bitch is uh Charlie Charlie Puth's new album. It is Is it good? Oh, dude. I'll have to listen to both of those. I fucking love it. I like any I, I understand people being like, "Oh, Charlie Puth, uh, what happens if I make a song out of a light switch?" That like, shit's cool. I fucking love it. It's yeah. in his people a lot of people give him shit because his lyrical content is like not very good. Like it's pop music. Are you looking for like like the deepest lyrics ever? No, like, uh, what's the, the there's a, the song has called Loser. Um, I know I'm such a loser. How would I ever lose her? People are like, that's so lame. Like, okay, but it's catchy as fuck. <laughs> listen to the melody. It's so nice. Like, every part of the album, like, it was so nice to listen to, like, on repeat a lot this weekend because it was just like a hype machine, awesome pop music. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it. That's, that's, um, I would highly suggest it if you want, like, any sort of, like, you know, the first song that's hilarious is not like a hype, but everything else in the album I think is like a let's let's go. You know, Charlie Be Quiet, the second song, I honestly just putting that on most of the time because it's just it's a fucking banger. I just want to get going. Okay, I'll check it out. Uh, I dove back into what, man, my students fucking I don't know how they find the music they find, but it's mm. cool as shit. Yeah, and one of them was a, a Metric song. Oh, nice a band from Canada, and the lead singer of Metric, Emily Haynes. Mm-hmm. I remembered released a record in 2006 called Knives Don't Have Your Back. And I dove back into that and I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, a, what a weird peripheral uh, form of nostalgia. Yeah. Because yeah. I n- don't think about metric. No. Ever. No, I, I only think about metric whenever someone says, I'm listening to metric. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. They, they exist. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, that and the last time I had that was with Joanna Newsom's East record, mm-hmm. YS. Yeah. They used to listen to that shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But no new stuff because same thing. It's like you're flat out going, you know, doing other shit. It's like, I don't yeah. want to listen to new music. I put on the new, I don't know, is, is the band always with the two Vs? I hate to say it, it's just always. I have no no idea. Okay. Well, the, the, what it's not, there's no shot. It's all Vs. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it could be. But that band put out a new album that I know people are really into. And I did listen to it a little bit and I liked it. Um, but I, I listened to like the first three or four songs and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> I think my mental capacity is like it's pretty it's pretty done for new music right now. Yeah. I, I did listen to Namdi and I did like it, but I was just like, I'm not there. I'm not ready for it. So have you continued to listen to the Namdi record? I listened to it twice. Um uh once the night it came out and then again the next day. Yeah. And I I, I really did like it. It's just like for those who haven't listened to Namdi, he has really like his writing style is very vast and he includes a lot of different styles um, in what he does. 
and it's incredible. Like it truly, like there was moments in this new album where I was like, holy fuck. I like, what, what is he doing? Right. Um, but I, I can't just do that a bunch while I'm also like learning music for the gig I have on Sunday and then learning music for my rehearsal I had today. And then like I have another rehearsal tomorrow. It's like, I just can't, I can't keep yeah. doing that. You, really you put it on like, it's like you pick, you pick it up and go, Oh, this. And you go, Oh no, I, not right now. It's like, it's like, it's like I have this really nice bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. but like I, if I bust it out at the wrong time, that's but gonna it's, be a it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm <laughs> about to do chores. <laughs> Yeah, but I know I shouldn't start my day with this nice bottle. Yeah, of exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh it, it it's really really good. Um, but I I'm gonna I definitely I do want to wait to talk about it too because I know Adam and Jackson have listened to it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's all we got. You got anything else? No. Fuck yeah! Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, it, uh camera camera one, camera two. Woo! If you haven't already, please. Follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. Uh, if you would like to, go find us on YouTube. Don't feed the artists. Hit the subscribe button. Punch that like bell, right? <laughs> I always forget. Uh, <laughs> smash the like button. Smash the like button. It was smash the notification or punch the notification bell, right? Without I guess it. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Smash that like button. Um, hit the subscribe. Uh, we'll be we'll be continuing to do the video thing. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Me too. Um, so... Yeah, please follow, subscribe, whatever podcast app you are using. If you are on social media, you can find us at on Instagram at DFTA Podcast. And then uh, Facebook, Don't Feed the Artists, working on a TikTok. Uh, ooh, spooky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, please DM us on Instagram. Please email us. Email us at where's Jackson, where's Adam at don'tfeedtheartist.com. And I'm serious. You can do any at. You can say... Um, why are you guys doing video at don'tfeedtheartist.com? Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do, it'll we'll we'll get the email. We're not ne- we're never joking about that. Yeah, that's a very real thing. You can email us at the, the whatever you want to at don'tfeedtheartist.com. Um, YouTube comments, say what's up, say hi. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, super duper fun. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. And eh. fuck off. Get, get rid of the towels. <laughs> Bye. (laughs) Oh, it's so good.